Your company's future success demands agile, flexible, and resilient operations. I'm your host, Daphne Luchtenberg, and you're listening to McKinsey Talks Operations, a podcast where the world's C-suite leaders and McKinsey experts cut through the noise and uncover how to create a new operational reality. Each episode considers the challenges companies and economies are facing and the opportunities leaders can seize for competitive advantage. We'll look at how to connect boardroom strategy to the front lines, ways to increase performance, where and when to infuse operations with technology, and why empowering the workforce with capabilities is key to success. In January 2019, the Global Lighthouse Network, a World Economic Forum initiative in collaboration with McKinsey and Company, kicked off an effort to explore how the fourth industrial revolution could be harnessed to make global production operations more efficient and effective both for the benefit of global economies, but also for the generations of workforces to come. The initial white paper was called Beacons of Technology and Innovation in Manufacturing, and it identified 16 lighthouses. These were sites that were world-leading and successful in the adoption and integration of cutting-edge technologies of the fourth industrial revolution. Since then, the Global Lighthouse Network has grown to more than 100 sites around the world. I'm joined today by Francisco Betti, Head of Shaping the Future of Advanced Manufacturing and Value Chains at the World Economic Forum, and Enno de Boer, Senior Partner at McKinsey & Company. Welcome to you both. Good morning. Let's kick off the discussion. Really, what was the inception of the network five years ago, and why did the WEF and McKinsey feel that it was so important to create this community of organizations? Francisco, I wanted to pitch that one to you first. Well, a very good morning to to all of you, first of all. And let me maybe start by saying that it all started back in 2018 when, by working together with with another group of colleagues, we we realized that most companies were stuck in what we defined at the time pilot purgatory, which means that they were trying a thousand different approaches uh, to try to use new technologies to develop use cases and solutions and applications, but they were struggling really to deploy them at scale to achieve real operational and financial impact. So we said, why don't we use the, the amazing forum convening power and all the research capabilities that McKinsey provides to come up with a global initiative that we could use to identify those who are ahead of this learning curve so that the broader global manufacturing community can see and experience what being a lighthouse or being a champion in this digital transformation journey means and looks like and learn from that. What I should mention is that the, the Global Lighthouse Network is a World Economic Forum initiative that we are running in collaboration with McKinsey and Company, and it's been a tremendous and amazing journey. We started with a few companies, a few lighthouses, and as of today, we count on 114 either manufacturing or production sites or entire value chains that have managed to transform in an incredible way. And they have done that, delivered an impact not just on efficiency and productivity, but also by unlocking innovation, by enabling sustainability, and most important, empowering people and engaging their workforces in a very active way. And Enno, can we talk about a revolution yet? Yeah, we can talk about the revolution. I, I think it goes back five years ago. We started this because we looked at it and saw MGI was projecting back then $3.7 trillion of impact through IoT in manufacturing. And 
So a massive unlock of opportunities. Now, what we wanted to do back then is we, we said like, look, in, in the internet revolution, uh, that was all, all the value was concentrated on a few big players. And we thought like, no, this needs to be much more inclusive. We want to make sure that everyone is participating, every sector, every company, every geographies. At the same time, we saw that it was going too slow. So, so we felt that there needed to be something where people could learn from and um, walk faster up the learning curve. And back in the days before this, we had, we had the lean revolution, I would say. And in the lean revolution, everyone traveled to Japan and looked at the great lean examples and got inspired there. And we felt we needed to create something similar than what was Japan for lean. And we knew that this would be not in one country. So, so it would be not a country we could go to. This would be not one organization or one sector. So we set it up from the very get-go as something that is very global and very inclusive. That's great, Eno. And it strikes me that one of the things that's just so unique about this group is that it's, yes, it's about identifying great examples of best practice and codifying the insights, but it's also about learning from each other and being part of a community, right? Absolutely. I think that, that definitely, I mean, you, you got it right. I think it's, it's a journey, right? And, and most of the value comes not only from the, the recognition. Of course, everyone wants to become a lighthouse, right? Remember the times, you know, we, we just went through it, right? You normally hear about people in operations and manufacturing supply chain where things go wrong, not when things go right. So the importance of rewarding those who are really driving transformation on the ground through the shop and across the entire value chains is extremely important, right? Recognizing the work of those who have been at the forefront of the real transformation for the past years. But I think that the real value beyond the recognition comes from the ability to engage with a broad set and a very diverse community of companies who are all trying to break through when it comes to enabling digital transformation and the transformation of operations at scale. And through that, I think that companies can really be part of, say, a broad innovation ecosystem that allows them to test, calibrate, understand where they are, right, compared to peers, competitors, and people in different sectors. But why are companies sharing? Because it's, it's twofold. One is the realization that, you know, advanced manufacturing, industry 4.2, digital transformation, it's a continuous evolution journey. There's probably not, no arrival point, right? It's a continuous journey where you are, you know, continuously moving up the ladder and making progress and transforming successfully and taking that from pilots to scale. Uh, but then second, because every time you open up and you share part of what you are doing, you gain access to what others are doing as well. Yeah, fantastic. And, you know, I mean, what we've also found is that senior management teams get a huge amount of kudos, right, from the recognition of being part of the lighthouse. And that actually helps to inspire as well. Yeah, totally. I think the lighthouses have become a real inspiration for the frontline. It's about not only kind of the hard work and in such a lighthouse, to, to create a lighthouse, it, it typically takes between nine to 18 months to build up a lighthouse. It takes somewhat of a village. It takes like sometimes 20, 30, 50, 100 people that are working on that. And then it has tremendous results. But having this recognition out there and saying like, okay, this side has really gone up and above to, to, to get this impact. And then 
taking that and saying like, look, could we have this across our entire network? Internal network, we have potentially 20, 50, 100 sites. But then also we want to have it in our suppliers. We have maybe another 100, 200, 300 suppliers. So how do we inspire our entire supply network to reap the benefits? Because again, I think we're seeing a lot of immediate impact. Then we are seeing the next phase of impact by going to advanced analytics in the sites. But when we will see the real impact out of this is if the network gets fully digitized and they are seamless communicating, exchanging data, building on each other and improving, then we will see a total different way of productivity and growth than we have seen before. So, so I think... The lighthouses help to give that recognition back to the people, but then inspire the entire organization to really go bold and go after it. Now, we've talked about, um, you know, the 114 lighthouses that are now part of our community and our network. Lots of learnings from them. And can you talk a little bit about what, what are some of the success factors for these transformations? Today, we see like something like 130 use cases that are used over and over again and where we have more than 1,500 benchmarks that prove that you can really change the, the performance level. So it starts with learning from those. I tell at the moment every manufacturer, stop piloting. We don't need more pilots. It's piloted out. It's working. We don't need a proof of concept anymore. That's what the lighthouses, our pioneers have done for you. So learn from that. Then take that and select out of the 130 use cases, what is really driving the value for you? So, so you need to come up with a good strategy because you need to be selective. You cannot do everything. It's a lot. So you will pick potentially two dozen of use cases out of the 130 and say, we want to really make them a standard for our production network. So that's step two bringing it back to the customer value. Then the next step is you need to build in a couple of scale-up enablers. We're talking a lot at the moment about, not about kind of how do we get it done in one side on one line. Yeah, we have done that. That's the past. That was chapter one. Chapter two is scaling. It's like, how do we get it across the network? And there are a couple of scale-up enablers that our lighthouses have shown. Number one is you need to invest heavily into people, capability building. That will become very quickly the limiting factor. You need to modernize your IoT stack. You need to have an IoT stack that is very horizontal, that is where data is just flowing and you're not building monolithic use cases that are not talking to each other. You will need to put some value assurance and some governance with the transformation office in. Otherwise, you will not see... Uh, the money trickling through. So, so there are a couple of other um, examples, and I would, I would maybe leave it with the last one that I think is very important, is you need to work and adopt real agile methodology that we have seen out of the software industry coming through. And we have brought it into the digital transformation because technology is changing so fast. So you cannot kind of plan now for the next 10 years and say what's happening then. You need to have a very agile model how you build minimum viable products, then start to, with releases, bringing in new features and improving and driving the value. 
Thanks, Anu. And Francisco, um, you know, what's the role of leadership, CEOs and boards? It must be critical, no? Well, I would say that there are probably two things that all lighthouses have in common, right? Building on what Anu just mentioned. The first one is that becoming a lighthouse, that the journey towards becoming a lighthouse, it's a priority for the CEO, for the top leadership and for the board. And there are discussions at the board in which companies decide how to prioritize the right investments mobilize organizations, you know, break internal barriers in between ITOT teams to make this transformation happen at speed. The second thing that all lighthouses have in common, and you know, mentioned that before, is that they are all invested in their people. You know, there are companies that we have seen in which every single shop floor operator has become a digital expert, you know, in which people in every single shop floor, wherever the, the, the factory is, are able to talk about AI, IoT, understand the use case, understand what is the value they can get, right? Have contributed to the design and delivery on, and development of those use cases. And that requires, of course, that vision from the leadership team to translate in the right investment into the people. And I know when we talk about scale, we don't just mean production sites um, scaled a number of them around the world. We also mean across the value chain, don't we? Yeah, totally. And, and I think it goes back to your question around why do CEOs need to be involved? This is a company transformation. It potentially starts in a site and it's manufacturing related. But what we have seen is we started with very initially with uh, manufacturing lighthouses. But then very quickly, we saw really exciting examples of end-to-end lighthouses that go across the functions, yeah, that are connecting all the way information from the customer, propagating it through all the way into the manufacturing sites, and then allowing to deliver products faster, more customized, and at a more affordable price point. Uh, to the customers. So so we saw these end-to-end lighthouses. Today, roughly half of our lighthouses are end-to-end lighthouses, yeah? And we have lighthouses in procurement, we have lighthouses on R&D, and it's further expanding. So this is nothing that is just staying in manufacturing. Now, I would say manufacturing is a great area to get started if you're really at the beginning, because you have a little bit of a playground within your four walls of a company where you can experiment. But then very quickly, the value is to, to connect it end to end. I think that's, that's a very important part. And maybe, you know, just, just building on what you just mentioned, I think that's, that's exactly another reason of why this has to be a leadership and top board level conversation. Once companies are able to transform end to end, create a digital threat, they don't just start to find, let's say, efficiencies and productivity gains, but they set the foundations to enable the transformation of the business models. And we have seen lighthouses as the results of this transformation coming up with better products, topping up you know, products with services, becoming a service provider to their suppliers or you know, some peers in the markets or even, you know, transforming entire customer experiences. So I think that's another, you know, this idea of transforming the, the backbone of your organization to enable the transformation of the company more broadly is an extremely relevant and timely one. And of course, one of the exciting dimensions as the network has matured is the sustainability lighthouses that we've added to the fold. Francesco, can you say a little bit more about those lighthouses and what they've been able to demonstrate? Absolutely, definitely. I think that, you, that that's probably one of the most exciting findings of this journey together with the lighthouses. 60 and more percent of lighthouses, I think it's almost 65 right now, have deployed use cases that are delivering sustainability impact or gains. 
And that's extremely impressive, right? By transforming digitally, you're not just driving efficiencies in terms of productivity, as as Anna was saying before, but you are enabling, you know, the transition towards net zero simply by reducing energy consumption, water consumption, material consumption, creating a digital thread that then allows to think about recycling, reuse, remanufacturing. I think that the, the message here is that we are clearly beyond the hype. What we see through these use cases is that this is real. The fourth industrial revolution is delivering impact and it's helping companies transform today and you can learn from them. And you know that the realization that you can learn from them, not just on the productivity front, but also on the sustainability, it's extremely important because for the first time we are seeing, you know, sustainability not coming at the expense of efficiency. Actually, you can drive value and create impact on both fronts simultaneously. But that requires, once again, alignment from the top, and that has to cascade throughout the entire organization, right? Both agenda, the digital transformation agenda, the sustainability agenda, need to move hand by hand and in the same direction. I will take a little bit more sobering view on this than than Francisco. I think it's exciting. 60% of the lighthouses driving sustainability. We have now 10 lighthouses. But here's the big but. In 2020, we came together in Davos with our community, together with Al Gore was in the room, and we made a commitment and we said, like, look, we want to make a substantial uh, push on sustainability and a substantial contribution. And here we are, 2022, with 10 lighthouses. Uh, Now, in between, there was a pandemic and uh, there was a lot going on in the world. That's all fine. But I think from the pressure that we are having in terms of the climate change agenda, 10 lighthouses, man, that's not enough. It's fine. It's a good start. And we know we can triple after we have the first 10. But this is a call for action for any manufacturer. I think if you today don't have a sustainability lighthouse in your network, something that can light the way for your own manufacturing sites, for your own processes, but also for your suppliers, then how do you want to achieve your net zero targets until 2030? It, 2030 is only eight years away. Building a lighthouse takes you a year. So so add this all up. So, so I think we're... We're a little bit behind here, to be frank, and there's a lot to be done. And, you know, we may even reach the point in which you will not be able to become a lighthouse if you have not delivered significant gains and made progress on sustainability. I think that I could not agree more with you. I think we need to do much more in this front. And there's a way for the industrial community to take a leading role when it comes to achieving our global net zero targets. And I was going to just summarize to say, and the good news is actually there is a playbook. There are use cases now. We've taken, this network has taken the risk out of it in some ways, right? For people who are getting on the ladder now for the first time. So there should be no excuse to get going. There is no no excuse. excuse. There is no excuse. Because also I think there's no excuse because we debunked the myth of that it's sustainability or competitiveness, or gross. No, it's mm-hmm. not. The, 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 the fun part of this is you put the digital stack in place, you put your digital capabilities in place, and then you run circles around the problems. You can solve all problems. And, and you use always similar data, you use always similar connection points, and, and you're building use cases. If you have done it in the right way, for sustainability, no 
really incremental additional costs. Fantastic. Now, both of you, as we start to conclude this conversation, 114 lighthouses, really many, many data points and conversations with organizations who have already started the journey. I'd love to hear from you. What's your aspiration? What's next, Francesca? What's next for the network? Well, I think there is an immediate chapter that we are launching at WeSpeak, which is about how do we go from achieving speed in transforming successfully within the four walls of a facility or, or across an individual value chain into really taking you know, the lighthouse concept to scale. A single company transforming all their sites simultaneously and reaching that lighthouse standard or transforming all their value chains, or as I mentioned before, you know, transforming beyond manufacturing, procurement, HR. I think that the, the real opportunity to grow four lighthouses for companies is massive and huge. And therefore, is the opportunity for the network and the learning journey and this knowledge exchange that we have developed and designed. I mean, something I should mention that I didn't flag before is that it's not the forum nor McKinsey nor an individual entity deciding who becomes a lighthouse. There is an independent expert panel in place that has been carefully put together and that is reviewing the applications coming from the lighthouse on a recurring basis. But I would say, right, if you're not a lighthouse, if you are in manufacturing operations, I think this is the time to move. You know, we are entering chapter two. If you haven't started, you are late. Now is the time to, to transform. And I will see, and I can see how with over 10 million factories out there in this planet, how this network can continue growing and how lighthouses can continue being this point of light from which every single manufacturing company in the world can learn from. Well said, Francesco. Eno? I think three dimensions, and Francisco said it well. First dimension is we need more lighthouses. We have now 114 lighthouses. I think to get inspired with all the different stuff that we need, be it procurement, be it sustainability, be it resiliency, be it uh, agility, we need many more lighthouses. So, so I think I could see that there's a path to something like 500 lighthouses, maybe at some point, thousand lighthouses. That's one dimension. So, so we need to add to that to get more inspiration out there. I think then there's a second dimension on, we really need to get more really at scale lighthouses and, and literally where we are seeing that entire companies are getting transformed. And it's started with one, two lighthouses, but then it permeated uh, through the entire production network, then it went into other functions and really changed the way the company was working. So, so, so really more scale-up cases, that's number two. I want to see of those many more in the next uh, few years. And then number three, I think is even maybe more important than one and two is we have 10 million factories out in the field, 10 million manufacturers. So how do we get the spin wheel going from the few, the, the, the 114 to the 10 million? There's so much work to be done. And um, how do we get everyone on the journey? Everyone at the moment says that I'm talking to that they are on a journey. When I then pressure test it, I'm, I'm sometimes getting still the feeling that a lot of companies are dabbling with pilots and are not taking it serious enough. So, 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 so moving there ahead is, will be very important. Fantastic, Eno. That's, um, that's a great way to conclude today. Um, so for all of our listeners, a call to action. If you are not on the ladder, it's time to get on that ladder. And there is this network that can show you the way and the lighthouses can show you the way. 
fantastic message and very positive. You've been listening to McKinsey Talks Operations with me, Daphne Luchtenberg. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. We'll be back with a brand new episode in a couple of weeks.